Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Friday, July 1st, 2022. Our bit today comes from Proverbs 29, verse 18. And that says, where there is no vision, that's a prophetic vision, the people perish. That means they cast off restraint. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Uh, oh, my people, the caffeine is hot, strong, and sweet this Friday morning. This sunshiny, cloudy, first day of July 22. And can you imagine that June is finished already? But that's okay, because today, in this blessed land, we are celebrating and shouting two things. The first is the usual TGIF, thank God it's Friday. And with that comes the added incentive of no work today, because it's a holiday as we celebrate the birthday of our beautiful land and shout, Happy Canada Day! Yes, on July 1st, 1867, the separate provinces came together to form the Confederation of Canada. And since then, we've been plowing forward regardless. Oh, we've had misfortunes, done wrong things, and displeased others. But you better believe, right now, we are still the best big country in the world, despite our many problems. Yes, like all other countries, we have problems, some of our own making, others because of our close association with the richest and one of the most volatile countries in the world right now, that's the U.S. of A. They want to spread their dissent abroad, and we want to play monkey see, monkey do. But hopefully, we will stand up on our own two feet and not allow them to further corrupt our, our already corrupt land and drive out the little decency we still have. We certainly don't need any help to do that because we do a good enough job on our own. And that brings to mind the poignant and powerful words of Cousin Saul from Proverbs. Where there is no vision, that's prophetic vision, the people perish or cast off restraint. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. And the scholars tell us that vision refers to the, to the divine revelation received by the prophet. And morality is based on adherence to God's revealed will. And you know what? That's exactly what is sadly lacking in our world today. A prophetic vision from Almighty God. And that's why we have also cast off, cast off restraint and are doing what we want, which is so much evil, immoral, and ungodly stuff. But how can we ever have revelation from God when we are doing our best to remove him from our society? No wonder our world is indeed perishing from lack of God's word and adherence to his law. And we have a perfect example of that back in the days when the prophet Samuel came on the scene in Israel. The good book relates it thus. And the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli. And the word of the Lord was precious 
that's rare in those days. There was no open vision. And that comes from 1 Samuel 3.1. And to show how bad it was back then, the last verse of Judges says, in those days, there was no king in Israel. Every man did that which was right in his own eyes. And you can find that in Judges 21.25. Now, any fool can see that's exactly where we are headed in this modern generation, which is downward to catastrophe and disaster like all the other societies which turned away from the great I am. Anyway, let's go back and listen as the scholars explain the above verse from Samuel. They say the severity of Israel's apostasy that's turning away from God, and they quote the reference that we had before their Judges 21 25, that caused a dirt that's a lack of God's revelatory work. The condition was perpetuating. <laughs> the condition was perpetuating and self-defeating, and they quote Proverbs 29.18. By God's grace, though, the prophetic institution would receive renewed impetus and standardization in the person of Samuel. And they give a reference, two references there. Third Samuel, Samuel 3, verse 21 and 1920. You can read those verses on your own, but they are basically telling us about the Lord appearing to Samuel and thus the increasing revelation in the society. Now, that calls up the second part of the proverb, which says, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Yes, friends, when we keep God's directives, we are blessed. And I like how this commentator on the GodQuestions dot org website puts it he says to quote lest anyone be confused this is not a call to legalism life is not found in our ability to obey a list of do's and don'ts within psalm 19 we see indications of relationship with god david talks about the fear of the lord being pure that's in verse 9 he calls himself God's servant in verse 13, and he calls God his Lord, my rock and my redeemer in verse 14. And when Jesus named the greatest commandment, he referred to the commandment to love God, which you can find in Mark 12, 28 to 34. Therefore, our obedience to God and our keeping of his word flow from a relationship in which we are loved by God and we love him in return. And he, they quote 1 John 4, 7 to 10. My brethren, there must be a few do's and don'ts like the Ten Commandments if a society is to be stable and not continually chaotic. But generally speaking, what a society needs, what we need to live a blessed and ab an abundant life is a feeling of love, of care and compassion to Almighty God and to each other. With love being the basic essence of our existence, a society flourishes, shines bright like the noonday sun, 
gives God all the glory and honor and is a perfect example to others. And we'll enlist more of the interesting and true words of the, the commentator from the GodQuestions.org website to aid in our, our offense against the enemy. So please read and take serious note. He mentions that Hebrews 1, 1 to 2 says, In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom also he made the universe. Jesus has come into the world as the living word of God. You can find that in John 1, 1 and 14. God has also given us the written word, the Bible. When we fail to read God's word and live it out in our lives, we become people without vision. And when we ignore God's word, we begin to live without restraint to our own peril. Conversely, when we heed God's word, we are blessed. Jesus said, as the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. And that comes from John 15, 9 to 11. God has given us his word and he calls us to be faithful to it. In keeping God's word, we'll find joy in him, end of quote. And is all of that ever true, my fellow saints? Now, let's go out, let's go to our Heavenly Father in prayer through our Friday chant, seeking grace and mercy, forgiveness and help to improve our individual lives, and our society. All together now, oh Lord, thanks for getting me safely through this past week. You know it's been rough. What with all the anxiety, the confusion, and havoc that the COVID-19 virus and our many problems are still causing, we can't seem to fix it on our own, Lord. That means we desperately need your help. Oh, Heavenly Father, with your omnipotent help and our trusting faith, we know that we can stand strong and steadfast and defeat both the virus and the unrest in our streets. So, Lord, we sincerely ask you today to give the governments and those involved in the forefront of this serious and unexpected storm the wise guidance to handle the situation properly with the least amount of loss to life and property as possible. And please help those of us who must go to work amidst all the confusion to be responsible and to stay safe and avoid any more serious setbacks. And Lord, we fervently pray that you will use this situation to bring a lot of backsliders back to your fold, show them the error of their ways, and please introduce a whole new flock who will embrace your love and compassion by the example that we, your faithful believers, set. 
Yes, Lord, please use this pandemic and the unrest in the streets as a means of restoring faith in you so that our sinful world can wake up and smell the coffee. Yes, friends, we need to wake up and smell that coffee sweet and strong. And we pray this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And with those words of prayer flowing from our lips, we now need to keep our promises and show the Lord that we are indeed serious about changing our evil ways and coming back to his safe and blessed refuge. Much love. And the postscript for today says, the time to turn to Jesus is now because tomorrow may be too late. And we keep trying to pound that into our heads, friends. Jesus could come back tomorrow or we could die before we wake up in the morning. And if we haven't lived for him, then we, we will just be headed straight for Hades and Satan. So please, let's wake up, get out there, live for Jesus, accept him right now. And we pray that, we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.